couple of things we should have to ring. How, how long does this have to, when does this have to end? Okay. What? What? Okay. The husband's going to take what? What? do for face? White. What we're doing now is a Malav Malka. Everybody knows that. What's a Malav Malka? Malav Malka means you're escorting the Shabbos house. Malav Malka is a very important time. You should know it for all your life. The most dangerous time in your life, not only in your life, in the life of every 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 from a year, there's a Shabbos night. Matzai Shabbos. Matzai Shabbos is the most dangerous time. The most dangerous time is Matzai Shabbos. Why is the most dangerous time? What's so dangerous about Matzai Shabbos? What's dangerous? Shabbos. This has nothing to do with what we're going to speak about. This time you should know because it's Megaya for the rest of your life. And Shabbos, everybody is on a higher madrega, whether you feel it or not. And Shabbos, every yid has an Hashem Yaseda. Every yid is on a higher madrega. Some people realize it, some people don't realize it. A lot has to do with how much you make achonis for it. But on Shabbos, a person is a, a higher person. When Mitzvah Shabbos comes, so the Hashem Yaseda packs out. Packs out, goes away. So you don't feel it maybe consciously, unless you're not madrega. But subconsciously, your neshama feels depressed. That's why Chazal was misakin that you have to smell besamim by Abdullah. What's the smelling of besamim by Abdullah? What's it got to do with Abdullah? What's it got to do with smelling? What's the tzachabdah? In order to revive the spirit and to revive your neshama, because the neshama, Yisrael, went away, so falt menarayin and atzvus. Menfalt menarayin and atzvus. Atzvus. You know what atzvus is? Atzvus means you get depressed. The neshama is depressed beruchnias. And everybody, not only Yid, even a Goy, the whole Bria was in a higher Madrega on Shabbos. The trees, the squirrels, the birds, everything is in a higher Madrega on Shabbos. Comes my Tzoy Shabbos, the Bria falls down to some degree. So even Goyim, I spoke to a detective once, and he says to me, he says, statistics prove that most, most crimes, all different kinds of crimes, are Saturday night. My Tzoy Shabbos. By the way, emergency rooms are packed with Tzoyi Shabbos. The, 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 the detectives and the police always have problems with Tzoyi Shabbos. But with Tzoyi Shabbos, everybody has a feeling of painting the town red. People upset, like, they have ants in their pants. You can see in Borough Park, Friday night, Shabbos in the morning, by lunch, usually there's a Kiddush in the Shtibu, then they come home and eat weiter, and after Inshallah Shudas, comes Moitzoy Shabbos, the second Moitzoy Shabbos comes, there's lines in front of the ice cream parlor and the pizza places as if they, was, they were from the, from the from concentration camps. Like they never ate, like they didn't eat for four days. And all these people, they can't fit anything into their stomach. Even a raisin doesn't really fit. It's just how much gas. Everybody in the morning has to take Alka-Seltzer with Mylanta, with Mitoms, Medallas, so I'm You just now finished eating. How, you know how much you eat on Shabbos? You eat on Shabbos morning, you eat for two, two and a half days. So what's the lines for? I couldn't believe it. 
I see it a lot. I'm from out of town, so I was out of town many years. When I first came to New York, I saw my toys. I was the lines. Ice cream parlor, and then the mountains also. I, I, I'm by a pizza place, by my bungalow colony. Cancer lines, my toy Shabbos. Mind-boggling. What's the pshat? The pshat is that a person ha- feels that something's wrong. He, he, he's not happy with himself. He's not happy. He has to do something crazy. That happens to him to sugar. On to the music lab, on to go in a car and speed. All kinds of crazy things you got to do with toy Shabbos. Why? Because really, your neshama is not happy. And the is not happy because it was on a higher madrega, it was a little bit of a hecher madrega Shabbos, and it fell down. And the Mela, it's depressed. It feels that, it feels that what you really have to give to the Neshama is Taylor. A person is never content in this world unless you give it a cow. Take a cow. A cow. You give a cow grass, you give a cow some sunlight, you give a cow some water. It doesn't bother you. You don't bother it. It's the Chazay 11, the Gans 11. It's content. It'll give you milk every day. And Alts is fine and royal. It doesn't have to run to the pizza place. It doesn't have to go here. It doesn't have to go there. It doesn't have to put on Mendy Wolf jazz and rock and roll from Gehenim. It doesn't have to have any of these bubble mice. The cow is very content. A person is not content. Why is a human being not content? Why, why aren't you happy with, with, with yourself? Why are you always itching to do something else? But a mensch is created with Salam Elikim. A mensch what a shoma. A person has an ishoma. An ishoma is a chalek of the Rebishta. Listen carefully, you'll make the Lutzanas later. Let's say a guy blows into a balloon. If you blow up a balloon, from where is the air going into the balloon? If you blow up the balloon, from where is the air coming? From you, right? So when you blow into a balloon, so the air of you is in the balloon. Every human being has a breath of life blown into him from whom? Right? So that means that neshama that the Rebishter blows into you in order for you to be alive is a chalik of the Rebishter. Just like the air you blow into the balloon is from you. So if the Rebishter blows in a neshama in you, so where's the neshama coming from? From you. So a chalik of you is the Rebishter. Right? That chalik of you, that which is from the Rebishter, that's the neshama. The neshama wants to go back where it came from. It's not happy here. The neshama would rather be by the Rebishter. The neshama wants to be in Shemaim. The neshama doesn't want to be here. It wants to pack out. You're not giving the neshama what it needs. You're not feeding it what it needs. You're not giving it the vitamins and the minerals that it needs. The vitamins and the minerals that the neshama needs is teira, mitzvahs, maizim, teivim. But the zachit, even a goy has a neshama. Salam alikim, a goy, vayipach, v'yabokitach, a goy. The Rebishter created goyim, vayipach, that's called an goyim. Chovev odam, shenivachav etzelam. So, everybody is constantly, different periods of time, not happy. What's making you not happy? You don't know yourself. The real reason why you're not happy is because the neshama is not happy and the neshama wants to get out of here. You're not feeding the neshama what it has to have and it's dying. So because the neshama is dying, it makes you feel not happy. So you do crazy things. They jump into a swimming pool with their clothing on. Civilized people, they have a party. After the party, jump into the swimming pool with their clothing on. Or people have to go on a motorcycle. i just got to put on my, 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 uh, my, my leather jacket. And vroom, vroom. What's it does? 
you're not happy with what you're doing. It's dangerous. The guy told me in the emergency room when I used to be in charge of Bochum and certain yeshivas, uh, in case someone got hurt, I'd take them to the emergency Most emergency room cases of teenagers and a little bit older, till 30, is for motorcycles. This was in California. Motorcycles. The Mishugayim. He said the Mishugayim. They're just for thrills, for kicks. They want to do something crazy. When people go skiing. I come out everybody that goes skiing will tell you half of the people come back with a broken leg, a broken this, a broken that. So what's tootin' does? Because you're not happy. So you think by doing something crazy you'll make it happy. You'll make, your, you'll make yourself content. You'll make yourself... You'll forget about whatever's bothering you and you'll become happy. All these things above him, Isis. So Moitzoi Shabbos for the rest of your life. Moitzoi Shabbos is a very dangerous time. If a bocha in any yeshiva has free time, Moitzoi Shabbos, and he's not busy. Hashem, the best thing to be busy is with the Moab Malka, saying Zemira, saying Maises from Tzadikim, and doing the mitzvahs. That makes the Neshama happy, and you'll be a happy person during the week. If, you, if not, then be busy somewhere else. Have gym, have something else. You've got to be busy, Moitzoi Shabbos, with normal things. If you're not busy and you have free time, you're going to go crazy. Not only you go crazy, Moitzoi Shabbos, and you time to do something crazy, the whole week will be depressed. The, 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 the Mephoshim tell us, I don't see any Ham, but Mephoshim tell us, that Moitzoi Shabbos is a big mitzvah to drink. Chazal tell us, Chamin b'Moitzoi Shabbos melugma to drink something warm or to eat some hot bread or to take a hot shower. Moitzoi Shabbos is beneficial for your health. In what way is it beneficial for your health? You go to the doctors; they don't, they, no one will tell you that it's true. In all the medical books, there's no such a thing that taking a hot shower or drinking some hot tea or coffee or pizza or hot bread or toast, Moitzoi Shabbos will make you healthy. So, when you say in davening, you should remember, it's time you should know. You should know for the rest of your life. You say, you say uh, in, in davening, Avoyfei l'shvurei leiv u'mechavesh le'atzvoysam. Shukadizimra. Avoyfei l'shvurei leiv u'mechavesh le'atzvoysam. So, it says, Chamim v'meitzoi shabos melugma. What is it melugma? Melugma means that it's healthy. But what is it healthy? So the Rebbe, the Rebbe mentions Ogin, and in that Pesach it tells you what it's for. Chamin, the Moitzai Shabbos Melugma, is for that Pesach, it says, where's the Pesach? Where's the Pesach? And what capital is this? Yeah. So, Mechavesh makes the following... Rashi Tevis. Melugma. Mem is Melugma. Chamin. Moitzoi Shabbos. So basically what the Gemara says. What is it good for? The next pasuk, the next word says, Le'atzvoysam. If you don't want to be depressed. You don't want to be depressed. Atzvoysam, atzvoysam, atzvoysam. If you don't want to be depressed and you want to be happy. And most people today are depressed. There's more people depressed than any other time in the history of the world. The push button society, most people are depressed. The biggest business today is to be a psychiatrist or a psychologist. Everybody has a shrink, everybody has a, a, a person that they can discuss their problems with. They pay him $110, $150 for 45 minutes. Oh, and I say that's a status symbol. What's everybody depressed? What's everybody depressed for? Because we live in a door that we're not giving our neshamas what they need. We're giving it all kinds of trash. We're giving it all kinds of rock and roll, jazz. It's not helping the neshama. It make, make, might make you feel good for a, couple, a little bit, but afterwards you get right to depressed. How come Bacham don't go to sleep on time? What, what's the, what are, they have to stay up and kill time. 
Got to kill some time. Got to go to sleep three o'clock. You can't go to sleep before three o'clock, or else uh, you're sugar. What do you have to go to sleep three o'clock for? Because you're not happy. You're, not, you're depressed. You wanna, you wanna say have a bull session at night. What's the problem? The problem is you're not happy with yourself. Why are you not happy with yourself? You're not giving the neshama what it needs. If you would give the neshama what it needs, you'd always be happy. And you'd go to sleep on time. You wake up on time and have energy and kliyches and adrenaline and alphas No, we don't give the neshama what it needs. We're not giving it. It's starving. So when it's starving, you feel not content. When you feel not content, you don't know what to do. So this guy goes on a bicycle, this guy goes on a motorcycle, this guy jumps in a pool with his clothing on, this guy goes skiing, this guy runs to get pizza and ice cream and stuff his face up after eating like a slob all Shabbos. It's mind-boggling. So what's the pshat? The pshat is that you're not realizing what's going on. And, and you can live a whole life that way. So it's important that you should spend Moitzoy Shabbos especially. Alamol, you have to give you a neshama vitamins and minerals, especially Moitzoy Shabbos, you should try to see to it, no matter what the Seder HaYeshiva is, no matter what the Seder is, no matter Ben Azmanim, summer, winter, fall, spring, whatever it is, try to see to it that Moitzoy Shabbos is spent properly. So those Midas Moitzoy Shabbos, go to Umar Malka, or do something constructive, go to a Shia, learn Teva, have a Seder, do exercise, don't have free time Moitzoy Shabbos, more than any other time of the week, because you're going to be, become depressed. Or you're going to do something crazy that you're going to be sorry for later. That's time of Hagdoma to what we're doing here. I'm Lam Malka. Now, there's Bochum here that told me, there's a special one or two Bochum here that told me, I don't know if they're here now, but whatever, a call for them. They, they say to me the following. I think Thursday one Bochum said to me, yeah, one of the Bochum told me. He said, you're a good guy, Krishna. Your problem is, you're too serious. You don't have enough Litsonis. There's not enough Litsonis. There's a proper Litsonis. There's not enough Litsonis. Litsonis. So, what's Litsonis? When is it good? When is it not good? What's the mile of Litsonis? And what's the chasana? When should it be used? you got to know the following. There's nothing in the Bria that's always good, and there's nothing in the Bria that's always bad. Nothing. Maybe Shekhar, but even Shekhar, though, I'm all. Is come out everything in the Bria has milas and chesrinas. There are times that you have to use this meter, sometimes you shouldn't use this meter. Now, Litsonis was created. There's a Metsias in the belt of Litsonis. What was Litsonis created for? What's Litsonis mean? Joke around, to make jokes. To make jokes. Why did the Rebish create Litsonis? Litsonis basically is not a good thing. I'll tell you two little mices and you'll see that it's a Not that you'll see, but you'll see how the Gdayim looked at it. But then I'll tell you why Litzonis was created. There was a, a little mice with Rabbi Kvega. Rabbi Akiva Ege is a Chatzarik Lebrocha from the Gdayim, Yoilam, and Klai Yisrael. He had a son to marry off. He had a son to marry off. So the, the derech is that you take your son to the uh, prospective father-in-law and the father-in-law for her is the prospective son-in-law. Talk and learning, this and that. You see what kind of meters he has, and what the attack line, and this and that. So Rabbi Kvega's son, Rosh Hashem, he went out grace at Talmud Chacham. Rabbi Kvega accompanied his son to meet his future shver, his future father-in-law, and they spoke and learning. So uh, after they spoke, several hours, or whatever the case may be, Rabbi Kvega asked this uh, future mechutin, so to be, how'd you like my my son? He felt like, mein Zod, how do you find my son? So the guy was, uh, you know, it's a grace of cover to be up Kvegas and Machutan Vashtaitzah, but the guy was a shtickleletz. So he said, you know, just like, it didn't mean anything so gefelach. He said, your son, Baruch Hashem, is there fine. 
The Shaila is only about the Mechut. In other words, I have Shaila about you, not about the son. That's meant as a joke. That's Shaila. So, so, so Rabbi Kregel took it seriously. But Rabbi Kregel, he said, well, what's the problem? I did something wrong. Well, you don't, I don't find favor in your eyes. What, what's Hoster? What's Hoster from there? What did I do wrong? So, uh, so there's a Mechut. So you can't joke around with Rabbi Kregel. He said, no, I didn't mean anything. I just meant a joke. Just meant a joke. I was just joking around with you. So Rabbi Kregel says, let's honest. Joking around? Sorry, the shidduch is off. I can't, I can't be mischatten. I can't have my son marrying somebody who jokes around. That's how the Gedele looked at the Tzonis. You don't joke around. Life is not something that you joke around with. The Tzonis is Nishken Gutezach. The Tzonis is a thing that's, that's basically not good. The Derech Klav. But we'll soon see where the Tzonis comes in. I'll give you another Maisa. The two, this little Maisa that you should realize how the Gedele looked at the Tzonis. There were two, two, two Bochams that were very big Tamidah Chachamim that wanted to get Smicha. They wanted to get a heta of Rabonis, a heta to Paskin Halochet, the Rav, from the Shagasariya. Shagasariya was from the... mind-boggling who the Shagasariya was. But I have to go there. Shagasariya. You read about the Shagasariya in the English books based on this of the Shagasariya. So, the Shagasariya was very impressed with these two Bokham. If I heard them back and forth and forth and back and they know here and they knew there and they were sharp and they were on the ball. The Shagasariya was so impressed with them he was so happy with them that he wanted to celebrate, make up such tickle kiddish. The Shagasai was an onivarian. He didn't have anything. It was from the Grestani and the Klai's So the Shagasai looked in the cupboard, he looked around in the pantry for something to to be them, to make up such tickle kiddish, to make a shtikul achayim. There was no cookies, there was no pashkas, there was no this, there was no that. All he could find was some hard boiled eggs and a little bit schnapps. So he says, that's all I have. Let me drink an alachayim and we'll eat the egg. That's the time alachayim. So Rabbi Shagasariya asked them, on which should we make the bracha? They're both shahakal. But on which one should we make the bracha? Should we make the bracha and the schnapps? Is the schnapps more chashib? Or is the egg more chashib? That schnapps could be more chashib, but schnapps is a liquid. You usually make a bracha and a solid before a liquid. Or maybe you'll say this way, maybe you'll say that way. He cleared the shayla. On which should I make the bracha? Should I make the bracha on the egg or should I make the bracha on the schnapps? So one of these guys was a sharp kid, a sharp bracha. He says it's a fetish of Pasuk. Those that know Yiddish will understand it. Especially Chesidish Yiddish. Those that don't, Yiddish, don't know Yiddish, you'll find out from your friend what it means. So he says, he says, I have a fetish of Pasuk. Who's that? I have a fetish of Pasuk. He says, Chesidish can have a fetish of Pasuk. He says, I have a fetish of Pasuk. He says, I have a fetish of Pasuk. Who's that? I have a fetish of Pasuk. So he says, the state of Pasuk what is Ho'ai Mikedem? Ho'ai Mikedem means there's the name of a place and it was on the east. But in Yiddish, the word I could also mean egg. And Mikedem could mean first. So, it's not plastic. You have a shadow. What to make a bracha on? You make the bracha on the, on the egg. Ho'ai Mikedem. The Shagasariya was voice mentioned from it. And, and he said, I'm sorry, I can't give you any smile. Litzonim. Litzonis. And they were very good. He was very impressed with them. They were gewaldic. Litzonis. Forget about it. And they didn't get any smicha from the Shagasariya. That's the way the G'doylev looked at Litzonis. You don't make jokes. Jokes is nishkein zachvah. Obviously, he had jokes. The Hevishtot Bashafen and the Bria. And he had the Reine Doaps HaKoyach of Litzonis. So what's Litzonis for? Litzonis is for the following. Now listen carefully. And don't misuse it. 
In the Agodah, in the Agodah you say that Mitchila, in the beginning of the history of Klai Yisrael, Klai Yisrael used to worship Avodah Zorah. So it says there, Posik there, from Nach, Terach, Avram, that they worshipped Avodah Zorah. Pashtus it means Avram also, because else he wouldn't say Avodah but Manish Tarang getting the Alatayrus here. But it says, the beginning of the history of Klai Yisrael was Terach with Avram. Now everybody knows since then, the third grade or the second grade or the first grade or P1A, or one, whatever the case was, everybody knows this medrash. A medrash and pashas noyach. Now you got to know the following before I tell you the medrash. You know the medrash, but I'll just before I say it. If there would be one letter of the Torah that would become bottle, then the whole world would become bottle. The world exists on Torah. Torah shabiksad. Not only does it exist on Teva Shabbat, it exists also on Teva Shabbat. If one minor for Chazal and Teva Shabbat would become bottle, then also the world would cease to exist. Here's a medrash, a minor Chazal, written by Tanoim. An episode that existed in the days of Avrom and Terach. Terach was the biggest wholesaler in his region of idols. He was a wholesaler of idols. He was the biggest provider of idols to, to the belt in his area. Terach. Terach had to go away for a business trip. So the Medrash says, Terach asked Avram, Avram, do me a favor, take care of the business while I'm gone. Sure. Tatek has to make a business trip. Avram is now in charge of Terach's business. He tells him, make sure that you take care of it and provide all the customers with what they need according to their level, according to their madreka. A choshev a person, you give them a choshev a one. As someone that's not so choshev, you give something that's not so choshev. Sure. So the medrash goes on to say that whenever someone would come in to the store, to the factory, to the business, to the showroom, whatever you want to call it, so Avram would ask the person, how old are you? 60 years old. Sure. So he said, I, I'm, I'm going to give you a very choshev uh, what do you call it? The old person, a person. I'm going to give you a choshev, a place, a choshev, idol, and uh, it was just a place just made this and that, that and this. Metalah pitcher, kiss metalah idurim. It's a beautiful idol. As he's selling it to him, he says to him, "Aren't you ashamed to go ahead and worship an idol that was just now made? That's only one day old." And this is the way Avram used to talk to him. Sure. So the guy was ashamed after. The guy was a little bit red in his face. Yeah, six days old, gonna go worship something that doesn't eat. So he, he, it wasn't geschmack for him to buy it, so he packed out. And slowly but surely, that's what he did with these customers. He tried to dissuade them from buying these idols. And it says, Amaisa, that everybody knows. A lady came to the store, to the showroom, with some flour, some oil. She wants to bring a sacrifice to one of the idols. Well, she wants Avram to give it to one of the idols. That she brought it to Avram and Avram should sacrifice this flour with this oil or whatever it was, some kind of a carbon to the idol. Avram took an axe. He took an axe. Everybody knows this medrash. He took an axe and he broke all the idols. 
He broke all the idols. He broke all the idols. He smashed them to bits. And he, and he left one idol over. Which idol? The biggest idol. The biggest idol, the strongest idol, the one that looks like it's the strongest idol, that idol he left over. And he put the axe in the hand of the strongest idol. Shem. Terech comes back from his business trip. He comes into the business. Like a hurricane hit. All the idols are smashed to bits. So, Terech asks Avram, what happened here? What happened here? So he says, it's very simple. There was a lady that came and with some flowers, some oil, and she asked me that I should bring it, I should give it to the, to the, uh, to an idol as a carbon. As soon as the idol saw that there's some carbon here being brought, so they had a fight. The idols started fighting around with each other, and the biggest idol <coughs> smashed the other idols to bits, and the mailer, that's what happened. That's why there's no more idols. So Tara says, what are you, crazy? You think I was born yesterday? Idols? They don't talk. They don't fight. What are you telling me? The idol took an axe and broke the other. What, what place I come? So, so Avram said to his father, let your ears hear what your mouth is saying. What are you saying? That it can't be that the idol did what I said it did. Because an idol can't do anything. So, so why are you worshiping the other for? So why are you worshiping the idols for? So Shtei Terach got angry, and eventually he, he, he snitched the, an Imrit about him, and this and that, and that's the, the beginning of the Maisa with the Kipshan Reish, when Imrit threw Avram into the Kipshan Reish. Breaking the Mephoshim. This little Maisa sounds like a little episode from a comic book. Chalitonis, the whole thing. Chalitonis. Avram Avinu, Avram Avinu was talking to his father, before he became Avram, it was Avram. So, but tell it's honest. It's like a little excerpt from a from a from a comic book. <laughs> Back and forth. What in the world is this doing in Teirah Shabbat What is this little episode doing in Teirah Shabbat Why is it a, a part of the Medrash? What's the Medrash trying to tell me with this Maisa? Vashkeita. What's so important about this Medrash? Just a achilah from Teirah Shabbat If the lesson of this Medrash would be lost, the world would be exi- won't exist. The world state of Teirah. What does it say here in this medrash? What it says here is the purpose of Litzonis. The Rebishter created Litzonis. There's such a Metzias in every person to make fun, to joke around. I have fun to joke around and make fun of something else. That's a Metzias instinctively in every human being. What is that Koyach made for? That Koyach is made for one thing. To make fun of bad things. The Rebish to created Litzonis, it says, Kol Litzinusa Asiri, all Litzonis is also Levan, Litzinusa Davidezora. Davidezora doesn't mean Davidezora, it means anything negative. Anything that's bad, that's what you're supposed to use Litzonis for. It's not going to help, says the Medrash, to have an intellectual discussion with a guy that's coming to buy an idol. Avrom Avinu, the Ramam says, reached the highest Madreg intellectually. He saw the sun, he saw the moon, he saw things growing, he saw things as they, and he came to the Maskona, there had to be an Eivishna. But the average person is not on that Madrega. So the average person that wants to worship Avedizoda, he wants to do something bad. How do you get him not to do something bad? It's not going to help to have a long discussion with him, and to have a deep discussion of philosophy and Ochazel Chazachim. The simple way for a person to understand that what he's doing is Meshuggah, 
is make fun of what he's doing. Make fun of what he's doing. If you'll make fun of what he's doing, so then he'll realize that it's a Pshamashagas. What is he doing? That's what this Medrash is telling us. The Tachlis of Leitzonis is not to make fun of Gutezachen. It's also to make fun of Gutezachen. You see how Rabbi Kvega looked at Leitzonis. You see how the Shagasai looked at Leitzonis. Leitzonis is a Shrek Lechazach. It's a tool of the Yetzirah to get you to go away from being serious and being a Frumian. And the whole life by you is just as a, as a garnish. There's no seriousness in you if you have Leitzonis. Leitzonis is good and Gedolim used Leitzonis when it was to make Leitzonis of something negative. You want to make Litzonis? Yeah, there's Bacham here coming. When I was a kid, it's the same thing today. When I was a kid in Yeshiva, Chaim Berlin, in my Kufa in Chaim Berlin, there was a Meshugas. Maybe from now also, I don't know what's going on now. There used to be a different Kufas. They used to wear clothing that's mind-boggling. Bacham, that weren't so as a Yeshivish. So, so when they weren't Yeshiva, some guys even in Yeshiva, they used to go to the store and buy jeans, jeans, jeans mm-hmm. that have holes in them. <laughs> Brand new jeans, not a mamish hole, that patches on them. And on the bottom was frayed like it was worn for around 20 years in the concentration camp. That's what it looked like. Brand new! I, I said, well, are you crazy? That's the stuff. Shabbat! <laughs> so when you see something like that, it's a mitzvah to make litzonis of that. Litzonis! You have for the bacham here, come to this yeshiva, with a white shirt, with that Salem though. Shabbat! <laughs> what do you buy it for? You're crazy! You come here with a little crown, and on top of the crown is a little Salem. I didn't realize it. What are you buying that stupid shirt for? What's wrong with a normal shirt? That's the stuff. So, uh, four years ago, ten years ago, seven years ago, I remember what? Everybody's, everybody told me my glasses are too small. My sister in Toronto, so I get some shock, said, Please get bigger glasses. Mechanic gave it as a clean glasses. Everybody's glasses then was like this big glasses, big gigantic glasses. Take a look now. You'll take a look here for the glasses here. Yes, that's it. As he's clean. Now my glasses are too big. Come and You don't realize what you're doing. You're following an idiot that lives in some kind of cellar in Paris or some kind of sewer in, in, in some other country in Spain. Or now the ice contract. Yes, that's the game. That's the glass. As they grow. As they grow. Shugayim. And you don't realize that you are a bunch of idiots. You follow them. You follow these people that are deciding what you should wear. First of all, when I go to Allah, it's not us to follow the latest style. It's supposed to follow their, their latest trends. Obviously, why should the goy, dictate to you what you should wear? You're going to go shopping. You're going to go shopping this week. Everybody's going to spend... For, for, for clothing or for shirts or for ties or for, for glasses or for this or for that. Shugayim, what are you going to do? You're going to look at the latest style. So you're an idiot. Don't buy the latest style. Don't look like a goy, don't think like a goy, don't act like a goy, don't speak like a goy, don't listen to the music like a goy. Whatever the music I listen to, it sounds mamish like a like from a nightclub somewhere in the place in Los Angeles. So the neighbor stop it. And just because somebody a tzuket shepherd, a couple of Yiddish words to it, it has no meaning for it. Has no Yiddishkeit from it. The biggest riot that these things have no Yiddishkeit is: How do you feel after you listen to a half hour of this trash? You don't feel like you're a holy man. You feel like getting on a motorcycle and painting the town red. You feel like doing something crazy. You feel like like smashing some windows, doing something with sugar. 
And if you listen to, mm-hmm. to, to a Yiddish shenigan that came from Absazach, Achsid Shereba, or the Shechad Shashiva, that was Machaber and Nigan that came from his heart. Dvorah Mayesim and Alev is Nichnosim and Alev, and it has a Psashko and Yuberuchnius. So, and after that, you feel like davening better, you feel like doing, mit- doing mitzvahs, you feel like doing a chesed, doing things that are more serious. That's the raya. The raya, what you're doing is, is no good, is how do you act afterwards? How do you act afterwards? When you listen to this garbage, how do you act afterwards? And when you listen to a Halek Azach, Adobesha or you do a mitzvah, so automatically a mitzvah, there is mitzvah, you'll feel differently. That's the parameter to know whether what you're doing is right or what you're doing is wrong. So get this through your head. Litzonis is a good Azach, but only when it's good. When is it good? When you make fun of of Zacham as Taganish. Mishugayim. You don't realize how much God there is in the world. So there's plenty of things to make Litzonis of. If you have a desire, but it's time to make Litzonis because you have nothing else to do. So you want to pass the time, so you're going to start up with another Bach and you'll make Litzonis of him. Guys have nothing to do at night. So you have nothing to do. So you have to start up with somebody. You want to have some kicks. Let's first start up with this guy. So you make litzonis. You start off with him physically, emotionally, spiritually, financially. You don't realize with your litzonis. You make nicknames for him. You, you, you say some kind of practical, you play a, a practical joke on him. Or you make him, as a scared about something that, that's All those things is mamish, averes, one after the other. That's the litzonis of the madrega for You're killing a guy. Litzonis, I'm just joking around. What do you want? Don't be so serious. Kushna, don't be so serious, they tell me. Don't be so, I was just joking around. A little bit litzonis. Cool down, chill out. Whatever you say. I don't know what you say, but chill out, whatever that means. <laughs> Take it easy. Don't get so hot under the collar. But you guys don't know what you're doing. You guys are killing other bachem with litzonis. You guys make other bachem depressed. You don't realize how much you can kill away a bachem with your litzonis. Bachem come to me, not only here, other places. They, they're always mentioned. They can't live with themselves. Why? Because there's guys checking with them. These guys, there's a clique of guys, and these guys always check with me, and this and that and that and this, and I'm always mentioned, I can't, I can't hack it, and I can't hack it, and I, I know what to do, what should I do, where should I go, what should I do. Okay. You're killing away Bachem. You're killing away fellow people. But you don't realize it. What? That's what son is. Listen, there's going to be a Mida connected Mida for everybody. There's going to be a Mida connected Mida. The Mida connected Mida, someone's going to make the sonness of you. The Abishra gives you time to do Chuba, but after a certain time, I can. And then someone's going to make fun of you, and then you'll know what it feels to be on the receiving end. <coughs> now you'll know and understand what you did all those years when you're making fun of other Bochum. That's the Raisa, the Raisa from the Gresti Sudam to make fun of Bochum. To make fun of people, to make fun of Bochum, to make fun of things that are errands, to make fun of Chesid, to make fun of Mestagim, to make fun of Chesidim. That's the Chals, also, unless the Gedoyim say something because they mean it, L'Shem Shemayim. But for, for the Bochum, for Bochum, for, for Stam people to say, boom, boom, back and forth and forth and back and make these jokes, it's the Chaisa, the Chaisa. What do you think you're doing? The Shvilts Mitzvaya. So you got to know several things. What's Madar Vissan is, as Litzonis, has its place. What's the Litzonis' place? To make fun of things that are no good. Make fun of things that are no good and realize that what's, what's no good. Don't, don't be a fool and follow, follow all the Mishagoyim 
and, and follow all the route that there is in the world. We should guide him. It doesn't make any sense. And, and the reason why you want to do it, of course, you, you don't want to be different. You don't want to be, uh, say, you want to be accepted. You want to be one of the boys. You don't want to walk around with uh, with old-fashioned clothing. You don't want to be too greasy because my friends don't like it or whatever. If you have such friends, get rid of those friends. Those are not friends. Those are enemies. you got to hang around with guys that want that you dress like. Stay away from the guy and stay away from their litzonis and stay away from all their schmutz. The world is schmutz. As soon as you walk out of the Dalit Amis of a yeshiva, you're surrounded by schmutz. Those bochum here that read the paper. It's on them. They're polluting their mind every day. Every single page of the paper is full of And those bochum here that find all kinds of excuses to go on Benaz Manim. They go to, to their Bobby's house or to their Antilles house because over there there's a television. I'm going there to do a chesed. I want to help with the Pesach cleaning. You're going there to watch television, man. So what's the, who are you faking out for? So what do you think you're doing? And that's how you seek, sink down, 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 down. Or the Bochum that got a shop right. You got a shop right. Shop right is ain't for the Gresta tools from the Yetzirah. You go to ShopRite or any other store like that, and the, the counter, there's a big neon sign of Ruchnius that's shining, but you don't see it. But the Neshama should see it. Danger! Yetzirah at work. That's what's by every cashier. Every cashier has that sign shining. And a Frumi El doesn't go into these stores. A Frumi El would rather go to a Yiddish store, even if it costs a little bit more, or he can't get exactly what he wants. Every time you got to pass that cash register, it's full of schmutz. So you make believe you don't see. You do see. There's no one watching you. You get that cook. And then you look again. Then you look a third time. But who are you playing with? You're playing with fire. You're playing with your own life. You're playing with your own neshama. What makes this a There's so many sick people. There's so much people with cancer, and heart attacks and strokes and under and kinder. There's Down syndrome and, 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 and other kinds of kids that are born. What makes the There's so much tumor in the world. There's so much place where they swallow the clippers and mices against the line of these There's a lot of tumor in the world. And that creates all kinds of problems. It, 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 it pollutes your neshama. And the male your mind doesn't think straight. Whatever you see, whatever you saw, whatever you, is, is in your brain will never go out. Will never, ever, ever, ever go out. Whatever you saw, it can come out and be full-blown in the middle of Neila. When you're the most serious, it can come out such a picture that you saw by Shaprite by the cash register. It'll not, it, the brain has no system where you can just take something and throw it out. There's no operation. The only thing you could do is just put, fill it up with Taylor and Mitzvahs and Yerushabayim and Gutezachim. So it'll push it in back of the brain. It'll push it far in the back so Mamela, it won't come to the surface. But anything can trigger it. You could smell something. And that will remind you of something that you saw 10 years ago. Uh, the smell of a person, or, 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 or a certain sound, a certain music, a certain thing, will trigger something in the brain, and it'll come right out again. You don't understand what you're doing with yourself. You read newspapers, it's full of schmutz. What's Wilson? You want to learn Taylor, you want to dive in, you want to read the newspaper, you want to have your cake and eat it. That doesn't work. If you eat the cake, you don't have the cake. You can't have both. you got to make up your mind. You want to have this world, or you want to have the next world. You can't have both. So you got to make a decision. 
It's not going to work to try to grab on to both. Most Bachem make that mistake. Most Bachem say, yeah, I'm going to learn. Uh, but I want to have fun also. So that fun, because the Yetzirah of Vildigabin, is what takes away everything that you accomplish with all you learn. You can learn 10 hours by day, and in five minutes at night, lose it all. With one newspaper, with one television, with, with Litzonis, with one bull session, Kemafalirin, all the Zachem that you accomplished in 10 hours of learning. And even if it was real learning, without Batola, 10 hours, it'll go down the tubes. It's nothing. You guys have to become, from now until, from, from 13 till 21, whatever is the most important time of your life. If you don't use it out properly, one in a million can change later. But for that, you're not going to change. You got to realize that you got to become more serious. You got to become more Yiddish. You got to become more more errant. You got to stay away from Litzonis. You got to stay away from Goyim. You got to stay away from all the ways of the Yitzhara. The Yitzhara has tools on Ashir. Achmona Litzlan, there's more tools in the Yitzhara's arsenal than ever before in the history of the world. Never before in the history of the world was there so many armaments and tanks and missiles that the Yitzhara has. Amol, when I was a kid, the radio was a grace as what was the radio? What's the machine? Get out of the radio. Then later, as I got older, television came into the Metzius. This television, even then, it wasn't so good like today. Television gave on a tool from the Yetzirah. Hacher is given videos. Any kid should go to a video store and rent a video and watch any schmutz that you want. And it costs very little money and you give it back and I get in tow. So the Yetzirah has a Gavaldika tool. Come out every block in America has a place to sit to buy videos. And Snishkinuk. After all these tools of the Yetzirah, the Yetzirah is not sleeping. Today we have a more sophisticated tool. Some of you don't know what the government is listening for them. The computer. Computer? Computer is a good Zach. It's very good Zach. Everything is very good. Like you have to know when it's good and when it's no good. Just like Litzonis, you have to know when it's good when it's not good. There's a thing called internet. And with the internet came in heaven, all the schmutz was done, the Gansabria, in your living room. From Australia, from New Zealand, from Israel, from South America, North America, the North Pole, the South Pole, all the schmutz you could have in your living room. You shouldn't know from it this. Gitten. People are getting divorced because of it. Because it stares the whole family, get hooked on all kinds of ra, all kinds of znus, all kinds of yetzahoras, and the families break up and the kids never lie without the proper chinuch and there's all kinds of broken families and all kinds of broken problems and it's a gewaldi gitzara v'eklai Yisrael. that are involved in gitzara will tell you many gitzara are taking place weekly, if not daily, because of the internet. Internet. The Yitzhah is not sleeping. The closer we get to Mashiach, the closer we're getting down to the battle, the last battle, whenever there's a war. So the closer you are to the end, that's when both sides of the enemy, both sides of the, uh, the, the two enemies, the two sides are going to do whatever they can to win. The Yetzirah knows that his days are numbered. When the Mashiach will come, the Perum bottle the Yetzirah. So there has to be a Gewaldik, a Gewaldik, a push on his part. The Hamalach, he's doing the Shlichas of the Rebish. And what's the Shlichas? To test us, to see whether or not we're going to be worthy of, of, of Be'ez HaGoyal. It's the last battle. So if you lose it, you lost it. You win it, you win it. So everybody's trying with all their kachas to win. <laughs> you gotta know. It's about Pesach. Pesach is the Gans and Metzias from the Gula from Mitzrayim. The Mephosh...
One of the most obvious things that happened when we went out of Mitzrayim was that not everybody went out of Mitzrayim. How many Eden went out of Mitzrayim, you know? How many Eden? 600,000, a little bit more than half a million, from 20 to 60. 600,000 men, besides women and children, went out of Mitzrayim from 20 to 60. In the beginning of Pasha's B'Shalach, it says that figure is only one-fifth of what was in Mitzrayim. What does that mean? One-fifth. That means that four-fifths of Klai Yisrael from 20 to 60 died. So when we talk about Yitzhak Mitzrayim, there was a big gula, we don't think that in Makas Choyshech four-fifths of Klai Yisrael died. What happened to them? Where, what, what's the problem? What happened to the majority of Klai Yisrael? What happened? So the Mephoshim, Shetan Klai in, in, in Chazal, Avada, they were suffering back-breaking labor. Avada, they complained they want to get out of Mitzrayim. Avada, they thought they want to go out of Mitzrayim. But when it came to Maisa, when they were ready to go out, they had second thoughts. They were comfortable already. They didn't live there 210 years. They got comfortable with Mitzrayim. They didn't want to pack out. So the Abish said, you don't want to pack out? Go pack out. Four fifths died in Mitzrayim in the Mak of Cheshus. Why in Cheshus? So that the Mitzvah shouldn't know what's going on. The same is going to be true very soon. Rahman al Islam. Four fifths of Klai Yisrael are not going to make it when Mashiach comes. Everybody thinks Mashiach is going to come. Everything's going to be fine. And I couldn't talk. Who says you're going to make it when Mashiach comes? What did you do to prepare yourself to come that Mashiach should come? Who says you're going to be from the four fifths? Who said you're going to be from the fifth that's going to make it? Maybe you're going to be from the four fifths that's not going to make it. If you have in your system the whole Indian of Goyishkeit, the whole Indian of Golas, the whole Indian of, uh, of rock and roll and jazz and sports, and all the Travis, Achimus, and by Dirham Club. So you also want to have to be, you want to be from the privileged fifth that's going to make it when Mashiach comes and he's after the Gula Asida? It ain't going to work, I'm telling you now. It doesn't work. It's not going to work. Either you make up your mind when it says in Chazal that it means that each person has to make up in his mind he's on this side or he's on this side. There's no one in between when Mashiach comes. Either you're on this side of the fence or on that side of the fence. The majority are going to be on the wrong side of the fence. You can't have both. You can't be a modern Orthodox Jew and enjoy the Torah and say from, from who knows from where and then go to the movies and have both lives. You're not going to be able to do it. It can't exist. You can't have both worlds. You can't be, be in the yeshiva or you can't be diving or wearing tefillin and go to movies and theaters and, and act like a goy. It doesn't work. It's kind of design. You think it'll work. You think you'll get away with it. You think you'll have your cake and eat it. But it's not going to work. Mitzrayim, for Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, that's an uplearning. That we have to make up our mind not to be like the goy. Three things saved us when we went out of Mitzrayim. And all three things have to, have to do with, with the goy. Even though we sunk very much in Mitzrayim, because we lived among the Goy. We didn't change our names. We didn't change our clothing. They didn't wear those little glasses and those oversized glasses, or the Salem on the Pipic, or all kinds of crazy things that people wear. They made sure that they wore clothing of Yidin.
Your brain is polluted with all kinds of goyish mentalities. When I was teaching in California, I was teaching once in a more modern place, and I was teaching Hamenich Shet Menich, this and that. Anyway, had nothing to do with kids. A kid in the middle of a conversation talks about dinosaurs, mice, and Anyway, I was talking about the high soil compared to the goyim. So the kid asked me very seriously. Rabbi, what are you talking about? All men are created equal. He had a psakash on what I said. I said to Shabbat Yidin and Goyim. He said, no, all men are created equal. And all the rest of the Bochum, they, they swallowed his question, hook, line, and sinker. It's a good kasha, Rabbi. It's up your friend. All men are created equal. And I waited to see if someone's going to wake up. Idiotin. And even half of you don't realize it. All men are created equal. It's not a Maima Chazal. It doesn't say that anywhere in the title. Some idiot at this gizot. Or the Benjamin Franklin, or the Gershon Washington, or the Avram Lincoln. I don't know who said it. But some idiot said it. It's not true. Not all men are created equal. Not only are Yidin not equal to the Goy, Yidin alone are not equal. Koyanim are not equal with Levim. Levim are not like Israelim. And men are not like women. Women are not Gedalim and Achtan. Stop laughing. No, no, what do you mean men are created equal? But most people here didn't feel there was anything wrong with that statement. You know why? Because you're so accustomed to the goyishness that, yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever they say, it's just like a Maimah Chazal. You don't even know yourself in your own brain whether that's a Maimah Chazal or it's a Maimah from, from Avalon Lincoln. The basis of the You're so padrate with, with the goyishness of, of America. And the same is true in every country. It's Ebal Pesach. Every bocha here should be macabre upon themselves. That they should do at least what Klal Yisrael did when they were Mitzrayim. These three things. Don't change your name with Goyesha names. Don't wear Goyesha clothing. And don't speak the Goyesha language. Don't speak the, the slang. Chill out, man. Chill out. <laughs> Where'd you get that language from? From a Schwarzen nigger that had this, no staple to even count from one to ten. And you follow his type of talking. They, that mamish idiotin. I went to the prison to, to visit somebody in a federal prison in Fort Dix. I, I, I'm telling you that I can match, would put down $100 that the guy that was in charge of letting people in and out didn't know how to count for once again. I'm Kamat Zichr. You couldn't talk one word of common sense with him. But if I go to the Grace, with our Bix, with our radio, you never Bix had a radio, and this and that. But, so, and you, you follow their talking. Chill out, man. Well, where did that come out from? The Bachamira. When I say something serious, so the Bachamira says to me, Krishna, chill out, man. <laughs> Because you don't realize yourself what you're doing. You don't realize the marker of all this. The marker of all this is the goals from America. You're managed the products of the goals of America. And the more you read papers, the more you read magazines, the more you look where you're not supposed to look, the more you have to show them this in the radios and televisions and internets and all the other the more you're going to be exposed to it. And the more it's going to go into your neshama, it's going to filter into your brain, and you're finished. When it comes to Mashiach, you'll be on this side of the fence with the four fifths. And those greasy guys that you made fun of will be on the other side of the fence with the one-fifth. The greasy guys that you made fun of, those are the guys that are going to make it. Those serious guys, you know, they're going to make it. Because you don't understand what you're doing. 
you're doing an impossible thing. You're trying to have both worlds at the same time, and that's virtually impossible. You can't have it. You can't have this world and that world. Either you love this world, or you love that world. The Chaymas Alavovitz says, just like it's impossible for fire and water to be in coexistence in one kli, so too it can be that you should love Olam Hazer and Olam Abor in the same person. Either you want this or you want that. You want Ganeidin or you want this world. You want Olam Hazer, you want Olam Abor. The problem is that we never speak about Olam Abor. You never speak about the Tachlis of the world. You can sit by a Shabbos table, come out in any house in the world. You can come out there and speak about it. You don't realize the Tachlis of the world uh, it is Olam This is only a Prezda. Maybe there's a song from somebody. And that's how you guys know my Mora Chazal, from the songs, Rachman al That's all you know. So if there's a, a song that says Olam is a Prezda, so maybe you'll know about it. This world is temporary. We're not here to stay. This is only a testing ground. It's one big, gigantic test. You pass the test, you go to better places. You fail the test, you fail. And you can take a look and see what is your mind occupied with? What do you enjoy? Where's the adrenaline flow? When you wake up to go on Chalamoy trip to Great Adventures, or the Chalamoy trip to go somewhere else, and you wake up 6 o'clock and you're going to dive in the seeking net, because you're going to spend a lot of time having fun, so the adrenaline flows, you wake up, there's no problem waking up, and when it comes to wake up for davening and to learning for a full day, the adrenaline doesn't flow. So the Eivishter sees, but you can't fake the Eivishter, it's a Metzius in the Guf. It's a mitzvah. It's a physical mitzvah. The Eivishka knows what you enjoy, what you don't enjoy. Physically, you show it to the Eivishka. Where does the adrenaline flow? Where do you have energy for when you do things that are Yiddish or you do things that are Goyish? Well, what do you enjoy? You're going to a concert? You want to hear some maneuver? And you want to go to a place that's a, that you think is a good desire because it's for some tzedakah, for some, for, for some hospital, from some sick kids, or mice, and zach. That's the mezuzah and the chazish, though. You understand? That's how the Yetzirah gets you to go to there. Because there's pastish. Oh, but it's a mitzvah. Mitzvah. That's the mezuzah and the chazish, though. So I'm going to support tzedakah. I'm going to support the sick kids in hast, half, half, the chazish, the alazach, whatever it is. <laughs> That's Yetzirah. That's tools of the Yetzirah. But you can laugh now, but the stuff is that you're laughing at yourself. You're the guys that go follow these people. Listen to the music that I was listening before. That's Jewish? Well, are you crazy? Yes, Mendy Wall, whatever the guy's name is. I, I, I've never heard of him. I don't know who he is. But I don't care if he has a beard. I don't care if he has a beard down to his pippet. But that's an issue. It's not Yiddish. It's not Yiddish. Well, you have this maneuver. You have another guy. Allah Hafnazer is a finer mensch. Could be a finer mensch. But what he does is an Avlukadayla. You have this. Fried is one of the most famous people in the world as far as singing. And he sings beautiful things from some of Yom Tevelach, Shainan Velta, that he wasn't Machabe, but he sings. He goes and makes a nigan for a menubel she'enkamoyu, a machal shabbos, echon nevelo zetcheves, chasrat mitshik sezetlachamo. And he makes a song. He says, Ulevin Yomen Omar, Yedir Hashem. Ulevin Yomen Omar. You know who we made this song for? Yeah, You don't even understand what's happening in front of your eyes. The kids are amazing. Again, the Shagayin, all the Zachim. It's about Pesach. It's about Pesach. Before you go home. Before you go home. Being a Kabul upon your soul. To do at least these three things. Stay away. Now, Litzonis is upgrade. You've got to stay away from Litzonis unless you're making fun of something. 
What I'm doing here is making fun. I'm using litzonis, but I'm making litzonis of things that are no good. Litzonis of things that are no good is very good. That's how good is that. They made fun. They were like showmen, they were comedians. But they made fun of things was tainish. That's how good is that. But litzonis of serious things, litzonis of your friends, litzonis of neighbors, litzonis of brothers, sisters, parents, whatever. And then they carvel these three simple things. They're going to go shopping. Don't buy goyisha things. Don't be involved in what the latest trend is, the latest style. Look for what was last year's style, or two years ago, or five years ago. Maybe five years ago, technically, because it's already maybe in style again. Oh, but it's three years. <laughs> and, and make sure you don't talk like a schwarzer. You don't talk like a goy. Yeah, you have this here. It's ingrained in you because you listen to as they feel goyish kind. The neighbor should help him. You'll be serious. You'll make the right kabbalah. We'll be zeicher as the yomte from Pesach. We'll be a hard kosher with some air. We'll be zeicher zayin to Ali and Ruchnius. And look them with men all the zeicher zayin to be from that fifth. That'll make it to be as I go the man of your man. Amen.